Hey, it's Dave from Florida Beer Blog and Florida Beer Podcast. And if you were like me, trying to figure out a way to start podcasting, Anchor is the app for you. I use it for this podcast and it's ridiculously easy to use. It's 100% free and they'll even match you with sponsors so you can get paid to podcast right away. You can do interviews from anywhere in the world. You can import your own audio. You can record directly in the app. All you need is your phone or a tablet or computer to get started. Just go to anchor.fm forward slash start and get started as early as today. Thank you for listening. This is Florida Beer Blog, the official podcast of floridabeerblog.com, a repository for all things brewing in the state of Florida. I'm David, your host and writer of floridabeerblog.com, and I'd like to welcome everyone to our first podcast. We received an overwhelming amount of support and interest in starting a podcast after writing a recent review of Please Remain Seated, an Imperial Stout collaboration between Bowiegan's Beer Company in Castleberry and What Ails You, a Central Florida-based podcast about beer and breweries. On today's episode... We're going to chat with the guys behind TLH Beer Society as they broadcast live from the grand opening of the new facility in Tallahassee's Proof Brewing Company. I'll go over a few of the previous blog posts from Bo Weekins and another one from Biscayne Bay Brewing in Doral. And then we'll go over some brief beer news and events throughout the state. If you have a Florida beer, or if you need to go get one, now's a great time to do it. Drink up and enjoy. It seems that podcasts are the way to go these days, and there are plenty of avenues to publish out there. That being said, I basically do everything I need for the blog on my phone, whereas the podcasts that I've been on have had quite a significant investment in equipment. That's just not on the cards right now for me. In addition, beer podcasts in Florida are starting to become numerous. While not the first, one of the more notable podcasts is the Central Florida-based What Ails Ya?, started by videographer Brian Quain and Jeff Brennan. On a regular basis, they will choose a particular brewery and sit down with ownership, marketing managers, etc., and discuss their brewery, their beers, and going inside the Florida brewing experience. It's been some time since he did the podcast with Castleberry-based Bowiegans, and it went well enough to where Bowiegans recently released a collaboration beer between them and the podcast. And while I would assume that the beer would have some sort of podcast, internet, social media influence to it, they went for aviation? 
What they ended up releasing was Please Remain Seated, an Imperial Stout, 9% ABV, 54 IBU. A cookie and coffee Imperial Stout. The label harkens back to those famous little caramelized cookies in the white packaging that you tend to get on some airlines, especially Delta. I'm not sure if I can name the cookie, and they sure as heck didn't give any names. Yay, copyright! But they used quite a bit of them in the beer, along with an incredibly dark malt and plenty of coffee from Stumptown Roasters. What you get is a very thick and chewy beer that really goes after those coffee notes aggressively. Sure, there's the light caramel sweetness coming from the cookies, and if you've had the cookies, you know how good they are. But it's the aggressive notes of pumpernickel, coffee, maybe a little bit of chicory and plum as well that really help this beer take off. And I'm not apologizing for that aviation pun. As an imperial stout, it is quite a heavy brew and not for the faint of heart. That being said, those bold enough to tackle such a bold recipe are treated very nicely to a deep and rich stout with a lot of character. I am sure this is not the first collaboration for either party, and I would love to see if there are any plans in the works for getting another one coming soon. In the meantime, I can hope for my dear readers that there are still bottles left in Castleberry. If not, maybe I'll create a podcast and get a collaboration of my own going. P.S. The cookie butter made by that cookie company is available at Publix and should be outlawed because of how good it is. Proof Brewing Company in Tallahassee has just opened up their newest production facility in Taproom, greatly increasing production and the number of visitors that can come try their beers on tap on a daily basis. Danny Aller from the TLH Beer Society, a good friend of the blog, was there and was gracious enough to spend a few minutes to call in and give a rundown of everything going on with the Panhandle beer scene. So you're at Proof right now? Yeah, standing outside, man. They uh, just opened the doors. Um, noon today uh, was their soft opening, grand opening next weekend, starting at 11 a.m. So uh, really uh, exciting time here in Tallahassee. How much bigger is this from their last facility? Oh, man. I mean, uh, inside, uh, for sure, probably, I don't know, twice as big, maybe a little more than that. Um, outside. The beer gardens, you know, larger. The, if you've been to the old Proof Beer Garden, you know that, um, you know, it's got a lot of space in it, but it's even bigger now. Um, big outdoor covered space, which they didn't have before. They were very weather dependent before. Um, if it rained, you know, you had to get everybody inside the bar area, which really didn't hold a whole lot of people. Um, okay. Now they've got this big outdoor covered space. Um, so, yeah, it's a uh, it's massive, man. It's a uh, you know, it's the, the biggest thing to happen on our craft beer scene since uh, craft beer kind of got going in uh, 2012. Nice. Yeah. Unfortunately, I missed the craft beer scene when I went to Florida State. So it's nice to see things are going on now, but a little too late for me. How much (laughs) will this uh, increase their production? Um, quite a bit, I believe. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna uh, can two more beers here very soon. They've had two in the market for a couple of years now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Proof eight five zero ale and the mango wit. 
um, has been out. Um, and so they've really been trying to, to get to the other beers uh, for a while, but they just kind of reached capacity trying to keep up with their current demand at the old facility. And it was just one of those things where it's like, if they're going to grow, they had to move. So that's where they are now. Um, they're going to can La La Land, which is their West Coast IPA uh, next, and then also their lager as well. People are real excited, I think, about the La La Land just because that's just kind of been their flagship beer for, um, well, I mean, I'd say 8.5.0 is probably their flagship beer, but I mean, in terms of popularity, mm-hmm. I think La La Land is the one that everybody really, really loves a lot because you can only get it on tap around here right now. Um, just uh-huh. a really, really great dank hoppy IPA, um, seven and a half percent, I think somewhere around there, just a really good beer. So we're all excited about being able to have that at home and in cans and, um, you know, being able to pop the top on one of those anytime we want. That sounds awesome. How are the other breweries in the city doing? I've always had a special place in my heart for Lake tribe since they've always been so good to the blog. Yeah. Um, tribes doing good. They've, uh, um, they got their own canning line recently, um, so they're putting out some cans nice. now around town. Yeah, um, they've got uh, two, or th- yeah, two, I think, uh, their Red Cloud IPA and their um, Satsuma wheat, which is made with some local Satsuma oranges from right here nearby in Monticello. Uh-huh. Very fresh, good beer. And they've also got some more cans, uh, you know, in the tasting room. They've also expanded a little bit. They've built a, an extra deck kind of outside seating area over there. Uh, added some more artwork over there. They've and they actually added an, an extra day a week, so they're now open a third day a week. Before they were really only open a very small window, and it was kind of mm-hmm. hard to get out there because it's on the west northwest side of town and kind of away from, you know, sort of the main part of the city. But uh, you know, adding that extra day has been good for them as well. Um, Grasslands is uh, doing some things. They were featured at the uh, Epcot Food and Wine Festival this year. Uh, they're excellent. Yeah, it was a that was a big deal. First Tallahassee brewery to ever ever get asked to do that. Um, their guava gold is, um, is a beer that's, uh, really taken off. Um, it's a, kind of a blonde ale with really, you know, heavy, heavily fruited on the guava. So that's been good for them. Uh, deep, you know, they're just, they're just killing it over there. Releasing a new beer every weekend. Um, I think he's, he's over 200, 200 beers now that he's released in the two years he's been open. Um, you know. exactly. So it looks like there was a big announcement from Ology Brewing recently. Yep, absolutely. So yesterday they uh, announced that they're going to start distributing. So that gives us all five of our breweries in town who are distributing around Tallahassee. Uh, that's that's big. We've been we've been waiting on that. You know, hoping to get them on taps around town. Uh, they make one of the best New England IPAs in the entire state. So that'll be the first beer they'll put out. It's called. Those Sun are Green. some. Uh, <laughs> those are some bold words. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, it's. I mean, you know, I haven't had them all, obviously, but I've had some <laughs> of the ones that have been that have been considered. You know the best um you know southern swells make some great ones i know some breweries down there by you um you know make some some really good ones but i'm telling you they're 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 in the conversation for sure so that beer is going to be around uh they make some they have a great sour program so they make some really niche beers here um excited to see the progress for them they're our newest brewery so they're a little over a year old um big move for them to to get into uh, all the taps and bars and restaurants around here um, and then we got three kind of outer um, outliers uh, here in the, okay. the, the Big Bend area. Um, obviously, I think a lot of people probably know about uh, Oyster City Brewing and Apalachicola. Um, mm-hmm. They make a ton of great beers. They've been around uh, not long after after Proof uh, launched uh, many years ago. So they've they've kind of been the OG of that general area. And then just opening in the last like three months is uh, East Point Beer Company. Um, they had kind of an interesting story with them. A uh, guy bought a, a guy named Josh Parker, who owns the place, bought a, a piece of property right there off Highway 98, overlooking the water in the bay in East Point, 
and uh, the hurricane Hurricane Michael came in two weeks before he was ready to open and just about destroyed his entire brewery. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, he was able to get the whole thing kind of rebuilt in a couple of months, had a ton of help from the local community down there. He's also kind of a builder by trade. So he, you know, he's got a very good, uh, you know, carpenter's thumb getting down there and doing a lot of the work himself. And so he opened uh, in late December. And okay. uh, they are they are they are full. You know, they're they're up and running now. They're open six days a week down there. Um, you actually go right by them on the way to Oyster City and Apachicola when you get to East Point. You're heading down uh, Highway 98 there. Um, and actually, just last just last weekend, he poured in his first beer festival up here in Tallahassee. And uh, out of 60 breweries, he won best overall beer. So I mean, what a what a way to announce yourself to uh, to uh, the local community. It's a Dark Overlord uh, coffee stout made with the uh, local Apachicola uh uh coffee company uh beans so very very good collaboration there and then we've also got one more um up in uh, valdosta uh they're about 80 miles away from they're south georgia um but they uh the georgia beer company is the name of that brewery they actually opened monday on february the 4th grand opening yeah so it's a very very excited man so it's kind of the golden age of uh beer here in uh in the tallahassee area excellent it's great to see the state capitol getting into the into what everybody else in the state is starting to do. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. All right, man. Anytime. Always. If you're a South Florida resident, there's a good chance that you have heard about Bonefish Max. They're a small regional range of sport fishing themed sports bars and restaurants. They have surprisingly good food for reasonable prices. My wife and mother-in-law are fans of the weekly prime rib specials, and one friend of mine really adores their grouper Reuben sandwich. My daughter loves the food as much as she loves the fish tank at the front of the restaurant. At this time, there are four locations spread across the South Florida area in Port St. Lucie, Wellington, Lighthouse Point, and the newish one in Coral Springs. For a sports bar and restaurant, they have a surprisingly good tap list. Yes, you have to suffer the macros, but there's also some really good local stuff available, and they do a good job of rotating stock as much as possible. They even have their own house beer, contracted from their longtime friends at Biscayne Bay Brewing in Doral. This house beer, local lager, a Pilsner, 4.5% ABV, is a fantastic little Pilsner that really packs a solid punch of flavor. It's meant to be light and drinkable, with a very soft, almost honey and almond character to the malt, with just a touch of sterian golding hops thrown in for good measure. What it ends up being is a very palatable, very pleasing beer that anyone still stuck on macros would have a much better time drinking. It's also classy enough to go with pretty much everything that's on Bonefish Max's rather extensive menu. I'm sure that when I will be back soon, as we love the food and that fish tank. Once we go, I already know which beer I'll be ordering. Let's take a look at some news and events that are going around around the state of Florida. Tomorrow, if you are lucky enough to be in Miami is the annual Wakefest Invitational Brewery Festival hosted by Jay Wakefield Brewing. It looks like VIP tickets, valued at $350, 
Sold out in about 10 minutes, but general admission tickets for $75 should still be available at jwakefieldbrewing.com. If you've ever seen this, it's got an intense tap list from some of the best and most highly sought-after breweries around the world. On February 16th, Three Daughters Brewing in St. Pete is holding a classic car show. It's a free family-friendly event with live music, food, games for the entire family, and of course, Three Daughters Brewing beers, ciders, and seltzers. If you're interested in participating, email jessica at 3dbrewing.com for more information. It looks like there are going to be a couple of events in South Florida on Friday, February 22nd. First is going to be Game Set Pour, Tennis on Tap, at the Delray Beach Open by Vitacost.com. This craft beer pairing event takes place on Friday and will showcase beers from local breweries Barrel of Monks, Copper Point, and more. Participating restaurants include Dada, particular favorite of mine, Brulee and Capel, and proceeds will benefit acing autism. The other event on Friday, February 22nd, is going to be Jam with the Fam, a concert in the park in Coral Springs to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Coral Springs Charter School. We'll have live music from Camaraderie, the band that you heard at the beginning of the podcast, a wide variety of food trucks, and an extensive beer list curated personally by myself. We'll also have the KVJ Show from 97.9 WRMF hosting a live beer podcast on site. It goes from 5 to 9 p.m. Admission is free, and we definitely would love to see everybody come on out and meet as many readers as possible. Finally, we have a contest for you. If you're interested in going to the Best of the Belgians Beer Festival in Delray Beach on Saturday, February 9th, you can do so for free. I have a couple tickets that I will be giving away to one lucky reader. The event is from 2 to 6 p.m. at the South County Civic Center on Jog Road in Delray Beach. And if you're interested in winning two tickets valued at $65 each, all you have to do is to find Florida Beer Blog on Facebook at FL Beer Blog. We're on Instagram at Florida Beer Blog, and we're on Twitter at Florida Beer Blog. Like and tag two friends in a post that you would love to go to the event with. One lucky winner will be notified and picked out this Wednesday, February 6th. Well, that is the end of the first ever podcast from Florida Beer Blog. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think by finding us on Facebook at FL Beer Blog, Instagram and Twitter at Florida Beer Blog, or you can email me directly at floridabeerblog at gmail.com. Hopefully you'll be able to find this podcast on all major podcast outlets, including Apple Music, and you should be able to subscribe and rate us. 
special thank you to Kim Rottery for the music that you're hearing at the beginning of the end of the episode. For more from Kim Rottery, find them on Spotify, or you can come to Jam with the Fam in Coral Springs on February 22nd to see them live. Another special thanks to Danny Auer from the TLH Beer Society for reporting live from Proof Brewing's grand opening of their newest facility. And for everyone on social media, that persuaded me to create a podcast for Florida Beer Blog. If you're interested in buying merchandise, the official Florida Beer Blog shirt is available now at eolaapparel.com. Just search for Florida Beer Blog. Thank you for listening, and drink Florida craft. <laughs>